What's going on, family? It's Cedric coming to you today, uh, early Monday morning, with a uh, this week's episode. I didn't get a chance to record yesterday because things got kind of busy and hectic, but I promise you guys that we would only take a week off at a time, so I wanted to make sure that I took a chance to sit down and make a uh, episode for this week. And I think it's kind of a sign how things worked out because, honestly, I have wanted to talk about the whole topic and subject of homophobia in the black community for a while now, because I think it's one of the big things that people in our community use to separate people that are quote unquote, the other in our community. Uh, You guys are just going to get a dose of me today. So hopefully I don't bore you too badly, but I just wanted to take a little bit of time this morning to come out and talk to you guys about that situation that everybody's talking about this weekend, which is the Little Nas X video. It's really interesting to me to see the responses that we get from people. You know, everybody was up in an uproar. Everybody was shocked and angry and offended and mad. And I stepped back and kind of tried to look at the entire situation at the whole big picture. And through it all, when you look at it, you know, you had one side saying one thing and then you had little Nas X coming out and telling you exactly how he felt about the whole thing, why he did it and everything else. So, like I said, just for a little bit, I'm going to jump on that and talk about it because it's interesting. It's it's almost sad in some ways, in a lot of ways, the way people began to react and damn their panic about what they saw. So for those who haven't seen it, you know, you can hop on YouTube. Google Montero, and you'll find the video. And it's an evolution, I guess, in a way, when you watch it. It's all kinds of symbolism in in the uh, video, actually. But, you know, you start him off in the garden, and then he's awakened to truth, and then he's judged by himself. And... If I remember, I believe he's like actually executed in the video. And then on his way to heaven, a pole comes up, stripper pole. He grabs it and slides all the way down to hell and gives Satan a lap dance. And when it's all said and done, after enticing the devil, snatches his horns off and becomes, I'm not sure if he's supposed to be the, I guess he would say he's a devil himself. So but when you watch it and try to everybody's going to get different interpretations but what i saw in the video was a young man that was awakened to two, who he truly was spent years and years and years judging himself and then finally got to the point where he accepted who he was now getting to the black community Get into us. First and foremost, as always, we're talking a lot about mental health. Little Nas X actually posted on Twitter 
saying that, you know, y'all are, no, he, let me back up. He, he posted on Twitter saying that, you know, I spent years and years hating myself for who I was because of what y'all preached to me. So if y'all are mad about this video, good. Now you know how I feel. This man came out and let the world know years ago that he was a gay man and had finally accepted it, you know. And it's interesting because with that statement that I just said that he made, he had felt tormented, you know, he had felt uh, confused. You know, he had beaten himself up and hated the person who he knew he was for years because of what he was told, you know, that he was going to go to hell when he died, that, you know, there was those that he had to repent, that he, that he couldn't be this way. And, and it always grabbed my attention and made me wonder, you know, people, let me let me shift real quick. People always talk about how uh, being gay is a choice. And I've always wondered, how can that be? You know, me personally, I believe that's it's the way you're born. You are born who you are. But for those who believe that being gay is a choice, you know, what you're telling me and every person that is gay is that they have decided to be ostracized, to be threatened, in several cases to be murdered because we know that there are murders of people in the LGBT community all the time that don't get publicized, that get swept under the rug. Uh, but, you know, that's what you're saying. When you say that being gay is a choice, no. Accepting who you are is definitely a choice. Learn to love yourself for who you are is definitely a choice. That's actually kind of sort of a good thing that people can look at themselves in the mirror and stop hating themselves because of what other people have always said about them. So getting past all of that and learning how to love who you are and love the way you were created and learning to turn away from what others have always said about you might actually be a good thing you know uh we always are quick to hop up and pass judgment and condemn somebody but when somebody gets to the point where they realize that you know if if these people are right and if the way i am means i'm going to be condemned for eternity then as of right now i might as well enjoy this life that i have and live it to the fullest. So I applaud him for his video, for the honesty that he presented. A lot of people are going to be upset and angry and mad about it. But, you know, in the end, this is who this man said he says he is. So if if you can't get past that, then I think that's something that you need to look at on a deeper level and deal with on your own. But moving forward, this man has accepted who he is. And there are people outraged, and not just black men, but 
the whole world is having a fit because they can't get past the fact that not only is he openly gay, but he's flaunting it in your faces. You know, it's, I, I thought about it and I realized that a lot of y'all are salty because y'all are just like Lot's wife in the Bible. You know, you're so busy minding somebody else's business that you can't take care of your own. And we're quick to turn around and yell at him for talking about who he is and being honest and upfront about it that a lot of people can't get past that point to where they can learn to not accept because I'm of the mindset that to accept something means that it's almost like the word tolerate. Who wants to be tolerated? You know, nobody wants to be tolerated. That means to tolerate something means I don't like it, but I can deal with it. That's like saying, you know, that's like getting a tattoo. I love tattoos and everything else, but with this hurts. I, I can tolerate the pain to get to this point. Forget trying to accept and tolerate something. We need to get to the point of understanding. Because going back to what he said in the beginning in that post, he spent all these years hating himself because we as a society, as people, didn't take time out to just try to understand. We didn't take just a few moments to realize that, you know, this man was different and that being different is okay. We spent so much time as a society condemning him for who he was. And I'm, I'm sure that before he decided to come out the closet, before he decided to open up and be honest with the world, before he decided to live his truth openly, this man sat back in probably different churches, in different groups, in different friend sets, and heard people spew hate about him while he secretly sat there and had to endure it. If we can get to the point where we stop trying to accept or tolerate people and simply learn to understand and love people for exactly who they are, the world could be so much better and we could see the shift and mental health that we need as a whole. The one thing that I personally despise and hate to hear is when people who so who who claim that they, you know, that they're Christian or they're Buddhist or or whatever, whatever faith practice they, you know, we, we point the finger at Christians because they're the loudest voices in the room. But let's be honest, there are a lot of people that are tied up in other systems that feel the same way. But if we can get to the point where we stop trying to say that everybody sins and, and all that stuff, what you're when you say that, when you say that no sin is greater than the other, what you're telling a person in the LGBT community, at least in my humble opinion, is that what they're doing is wrong, who they are is wrong, 
who they are naturally is wrong. And that in the end, we're no better than they are, which we aren't. But to say no sin is greater than the other is telling a person who they are naturally is wrong. You know, we talk about sin. I often, number one, I've got a whole different understanding and concept of that word, of that term. And and that's for a whole nother show. That's a whole different episode. But sinning is, to me, if we go by the traditional stance, is lusting after somebody or being greedy and, 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 and overeating too much. That could be considered a sin. You know, that's one of the seven deadly sins according to the Catholic Church. You know, anger, wrath, uh, sloth, being lazy is considered a sin. These are things that are controllable. But when something comes to you naturally, when you are born that way, to call it a sin to me is an insult. And we really need to check that at the door. So I know I'm probably kind of rambling on. These are just my ideas going out there. But I really want us to think about the whole concept, the whole idea. I really need to look at this thing that's in our community. We've been trained, we've been taught, we've been brainwashed to think that, oh, if you're gay, if you're a lesbian, if you're same gender loving, if you're trans, then something's not wrong with you. That's not the way God intended to be. But we've got to to open our minds up and move past this concept, this brainwashing that we've been given for generations. Because if you look at history, you will see that there are hundreds of different cultures that looked at homosexuality as just another another gender. Uh, in Polynesian cultures, they're called mahus. They're they're connected spiritually. In Native American, they're called people that are two spirited. They embody both the spirit of male and female. Uh, somebody once made a great statement that I heard. You know, we're such a patriarchal society that many of our religions don't have balance to them. And that's something we really need to look at and process and think about more. But getting back to what I'm looking at right now, what I'm processing, what I want us to think about for these next several days is, you know, I'm not even going to say the who are we to judge part because that's that's stupid to me, too. You know, it's not our place to condemn anybody. It's our job. If you practice what you preach to love people for exactly who they are and the way God made them. So. I really want us to. Dig into it and think about it, and this is probably something we'll talk about on our next episode. This might just be the intro to it. But we really need to begin to realize that when it gets down to it, the things we've been taught all these years have been used to separate us. 
in slavery time, it was the house, house Negro against the field Negro. It was a lighter skin against a darker skin. It later became the ones that were educated versus the ones that were general labor. Then it became the ones that were, were this and that. You know, the ones that were from up north, the ones the, the country cousins and the city cousins. When we get to the point where we realize that we're all in the same family and we're all struggling against the same system, we will realize that we have to let go of these feelings we have, this homophobia, this fear of the other, the person that's different, that's decided to live their lives the way they know they should, the way that makes them happy, the way that they can love themselves and go from day to day without taking their own lives. When we get to that point, we can begin to combat the patriarchy and all the supremacist ideas that are designed to hold all of us down. The fact of the matter is that we've been trained to hate each other about the smallest things in our lives, the smallest differences, that we're not able to see that there's a much bigger system that's designed to keep us fighting. I, I always say that, you know, if in the black community, if if this part of the black community could work with this part, if if black men and black women could learn to really, if black men and black women will wake up and realize that together we're stronger than fighting each other, we could move further ahead. If black people in other minority communities, the Latino community, Asian community would wake up and realize that if we work together, we could move further ahead. I've always said that there's a system in place that keeps poor people fighting. And when I say poor people, I mean poor people in Chicago, poor people in West Virginia, poor people in New Mexico. If we would simply wake up and realize that there are systems in place that teach us to hate each other for, for the smallest differences and that we all have the same goal of living the best lives possible, we could move further ahead as a, as a society. But we get so caught up in the minutia that we get stuck in the mud. So what I want you to do, Lil Nas X just stirred up a whole can of worms with this one, but it's a good can of worms. Just something we need to look at and examine because until we take that small, that, that, that first small step to learn to love and appreciate each other for who we are, then we can't move ahead. Until we learn to take that first small step of learning to accept who we are. Because truthfully, that whole video was a video of self-love. It was about accepting who he was and what he was and who he is. If we could look at the Little Nas X video and learn from it that despite what people say we are and who we are, if we could learn to love 
the person that we were created to be, we could be better. That's 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 to me is the whole basis of that video. So whether you were a person that's gay, or if you're a person, a woman that's a lesbian, or whether you're trans, or whether if you're like me, you know, I'm I'm a big dude, I'm a little pudgy, you know, if I if you can learn to to love your big old self, if you can learn to love your skinny self, your short self, if you can learn to love your African self, your black self, your Asian self, your white self, if you can learn to love who you are, we can be better as a whole. Because it all starts with each individual part of the world coming together. Let me back up. It starts with each individual part learning to love who they are first. And once you learn to love yourself, you can learn to love somebody else. You can't love others if you don't have self-love. Because a person that is hurting on the inside doesn't have, in my opinion, a good understanding of how to love somebody else. So what X was showing us was how to love yourself for exactly who you are. In all your flaws and all your imperfections, uh, I like what CeeLo Green once said, I am a perfect imperfection. But when we get to that point where we can accept ourselves, we can learn to understand and love others. So I'm not sure if this was the episode discussing homophobia, transphobia, or if it was just an episode about self-love, because that's really what it is. It's, this is the episode about loving yourself for exactly who you are. So your homework assignment between now and the next episode, whatever the next episode is going to be about, is to take just a little time out to do that. To look at the things you don't like about yourself and realize that, guess what? That's who you are. Now, there's some things that you can change, but there are a lot of things about you that you can't. And there are a lot of things about you that you should not change. So learn to love yourself. Learn to accept who you are. Because until you get to that point, you're going to find yourself in a place that you're not happy with. And in the end, it's all about you being happy in this life. You know, I don't, I believe that there's more when these physical bodies die. I believe that I'm, I'm almost a scientific person of faith. Energy is neither created nor destroyed. It just changes form. So the energy that moves this body, the, the, the being that gives me these thoughts, the, the force inside me that makes me move from day to day, one day when this body finally gives out, that energy is going to just change to a different form. But what I want us to realize is that we have to live this life the best we can until these 
bodies give out. So love yourself for whoever you are and whatever you are. And in the process of learning to love yourself for that in that way, you can learn to love others the same. So you guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you enjoyed my thoughts today. Uh, I just want to get get something out there. I want to give you something today. And since this was the big hot topic and something I've been pondering about for a while, whether we're going to get into it, I felt like now was a real good time to do it. So you guys enjoy the week. Have a great week. I hope the sun is shining on you. I hope that when it rains, if it rains on you, that it's a beautiful rain and it makes your grass greener and helps your plants grow. But you all have a good one and I'm signing off.